Segunda Show. Hi, I'm Natasha Legero, and you're listening to Radio 8 Ball with Andras Jones. Welcome to the Radio 8 Ball. Give us a shake. We're here in your ear. Tempting fate wherever you are. Questions put to song randomly with the help of our friend. Synchronicity. And now it's time for the Radio 8 Ball Show. to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those songs as the answers to the questions like picking musical tarot cards. I am your host, Andras Jones, and we are here in the studio at Starburns Industries with Great Willow. Hi, Andras. Hello. Providing the oracle fodder for our musical divinations, and we are now joined by a couple of guests. This is our second, our sec- our second tandem question. Of this episode, and we are now joined by Paul Lax and Victoria Jacobs. Welcome to the realm of the Pop Oracle. Thank you. Thank Thanks. you. Yeah. Good to be here. It's good to be here. And how do you know the Great Willow folks? Well, we admire their music greatly, and we've done some shows together. And uh, James has helped us out with our music placing, and a, l- a lot of connections. We've played music with their rhythm section in many uh, varieties. Yeah. It's, a lot of tentacles. And we being? Well, uh, I see Hawks in L.A., but also is uh, Victoria's in my band. But I've played with Ed Bogarain in many, like, kind of folk combinations and with Jimmy Hawes in, like, some kind of funk rock bands, but probably about five bands with Jimmy over the years. And we should say that uh, I see Hawks in L.A. are going to be on Radio 8 Ball. We're going to be taping an episode in May yes. with, you, with you all. Yeah, it's good to- Good to check it out and get a little yeah. sense of what it's all about. You're also a part of a, a little outfit called Double Knot Spy Car. Yes. And so people who have been following the show know that Double Knot Spy Car has been our our bed, our vibe music since we started in uh, almost 20 years ago. And I absolutely the the record Coleman Blue Water is. I, it's like it's one of those records that is so foundational to me and my and this this I can't I can never I couldn't imagine doing Radio 8 Ball without that music that's going under us right now as we're talking we're listening to that music and I said when we used to have it on Chaos when we did the show in Olympia I'd always I'd do this little shtick where I'd say you're listening to Double Knot Spy Car providing North Hollywood with its finest porn music since the late 1980s they fly up here every week to do a little show. They're all they're all hanging out in the back. That's them playing for us. And that was my little shtick. And now this is the first time that it's actually true <laughs> that you're actually here in the studio. 20 years of lying. That's that's a lesson for you folks. You lie for 20 years eventually that lie will come true. <laughs> Maybe. I hope. And it's good to be in the heart of the porn industry, yeah. too, to actually be in the physical center of it. I don't know why. That Not that your music is even really porny. I just thought that, I don't know. And I, I have to say, I, the first, the, also, uh, 
that the first time I saw you was the first time I saw John Bryan. I saw you opening for John okay. Bryan at the at the old Largo, and yeah. I bought that CD. And the comp, and again, uh, the, John Bryan was foundational to the, even though he didn't know it. But I watched that show. I was a performing songwriter. And I went to see John Bryan do his show there, and I was just like, "Oh, it's just not enough. It's not enough just to play songs. You gotta, you you gotta bring so much more to this now, because this guy has just raised the bar in front of me. Like you." have to be have be inventing right now and now and now and now mm -hmm. and the combination of that with what you're doing with what double not spycar was doing which was like doing i don't know how do you even describe what double not spycar does it's like it's i mean it was like surfy and it was all but you're also playing sort of older yeah. standard type things it's really you know well it's kind of like uh through a cracked mirror i would say we'll uh take a genre like spaghetti western or sort of Thelonious Monk kind mm -hmm. of jazz and just sort of make our own sardon sardonic comment on it, if you will, but try to come up with an original melody, but there's there's always something slightly subversive about it, I guess. I love it. A little, like we didn't quite study jazz or quite study uh, country music, but, uh, you know, went ahead anyway. Sweet, sweet. Well, anyway, that's my own, that's, I had to address that because, like I said, it's, because it's the music we're listening to right now at the beginning of every one of these uh, divinations. No, we're honored. Thank you. Uh, I'm, I'm honored I, I'm, that you haven't sued me for 20 years. <laughs> oh, we tried. <laughs> you let me get over this. <laughs> Our lawyer said, uh, don't bother. Yeah. They're, <laughs> they're not making any money. <laughs> no, they said you were too powerful. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, yeah, synchronicity. You don't want to mess with synchronicity. And... Uh, I, I don't know. You have a show coming up together. I mean, it will, it'll probably come out. It'll the show's happening before this episode actually comes out. But you're all getting together to play some music soon, right? Two days from now. Yeah. yeah. Two days from now, where you're going to be playing? Uh, it's a place called Coffee Gallery Backstage in Altadena. It's uh, uh, run by the guy who was the original booker for the Ashgrove. Oh. Kind of a legend of the folk world What's in his Los name? Angeles. Bob Stain. Oh, I feel like I, I feel like I crossed paths with him. That's you funny. might have, yeah. Uh, I just saw a listing. Uh, the Holy Brothers play just yeah, played yeah. there, right? Yeah. With Marvin Etzioni and Willie Porter. Yeah. Willie Aaron. Aaron, sorry. Yeah. Who's Willie Porter? I don't know. Just... Bass player for the Meters. That might be it. Good. <laughs> that was not him, though. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, let's just let's just say that's the case. It's not like anyone who's listening to this can check it on the web. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's okay. I've established early on in the show that I'm going to be wrong a lot of the time, and I'm just going to leave it in there. So, anyway, well, let's get into the musical divination. Wait, we, I'm just, forgive me. We've been talking all with you, Paul, Victoria. You, what do you do? And what do you do in I See Hawks in L.A.? I, I play drums. You play drums. Yeah, in I See Hawks. That's not the first band you played in. You play in a lot of bands, or are you are you one of these session cats play playing all over LA? No, um, no? actually, uh, I played in other bands through the years, but um, I'm also singer songwriter as well, and that's actually how me and Paul met. He, we were actually a duo for many years. Oh, what was the, what were you as a duo? We just went under my. Well, first we were called Duster. Duster. Mm -hmm. Okay, like the. Like the car. Oh, I was thinking like with those, like the overcoat. 
<laughs> no. no, no, like the car. Like the car. Okay. And then we just went by my name because Duster was taken. Damn them. <laughs> Duster thieves. Cool. Where can we hear that music? Can we find it somewhere? Is it online or? Uh, I don't think so. Um, is it online? No, probably not. No. We we can send you. Uh, the, they're really great songs. Victoria's one of my favorite songwriters, and I I learned forty of her songs uh, when I joined her band. Very prolific writer. Wow. Uh, she has a. Uh, three and a half songs on the new Hawks record though so you can check that out but yeah cool. she is one of my favorite songwriters so three solo writes and one co-write one solo and three co-writes oh, I guess that would be a total of two songs wait a minute <laughs> two and a half <laughs> let's just say there are four songs that she wrote and there are yeah. some with other people and some by herself yeah. right the mathematics of credit it's a you know it can get very dicey and I I just wanted to get off that because that'll break bands up, and I don't want that to happen during my show. <laughs> okay. Let's just say everyone, everyone gets credit. Well, let's be like you two here. Everyone wrote it. Yeah. This session, everyone gets credit for. So now, you know that this is a pop oracle, and we are going to ask you to ask your question for the pop oracle. Are you ready? Yes. Victoria is shaking her head. She she doesn't <laughs> like my question. She no, doesn't. <laughs> I, I like your question. I don't. I don't like my question. Okay. Well, which one are we gonna go? Which question that you don't like are you gonna go with? That's my okay. All right. Um, will we will we be happier when the internet collapses? Will we be happier when the internet collapses? All right. And now to engage the pop oracle. You get to pick a card, any card, pick a card, uh, any card, oh, pick a card, any card. What is it? Six. Song number six is No City Can Cure Me. Who's it? Nine. No, we only have eight cards in the deck, so it's definitely six. <laughs> Ready? Yep. Looks like a good time, a good time to start. 
start all over again If you're looking hard at the beginning It always shows you the end It's a habit of mine It's a habit of mine One more round on the merry-go-down Got a brand new friend in a brand new town Must be a city for me You're getting good when it comes to making the starts Now you're finding deserve some applause that was no city can cure me the answer to the question from paul and victoria together they agreed on the question so it's both your questions you break it you bought it really and <laughs> speaking of broken will we all be happier once the internet is collapses that we said yeah <laughs> so uh so great willow give us a little bit of background on that song Okay, that song is about um, it's about the kind of the problem that I had in my life for a, a bunch of years, which was uh, I kept moving around and landing in some place for like you know two or three years, and then something would go wrong there, and I go move someplace else. I lived in like Bloomington, Indiana, and then Boston, and I came back to Bloomington, and then I moved to Chicago, and then I moved to Sebastopol, and then I moved to Petaluma, and then uh, after all of that. Um, I really wanted to stop, you know, um, and I came to, uh, to LA and it was sort of, so it's sort of about, um, and when I got here, I was really determined to not move anymore. You know, like I, I was kind of like, okay, this is, it's, it's make or break time, you know? Um, so it's kind of about that thought of like, you know, just that experience of like, you know, moving and trying to start a life and then like moving somewhere else and trying to start a life and then move, you know, it's like, you know, city solves the problem of your life, you know? Um, so that's kind of what it's about. Cool. Uh, what did you, uh, what did you, did you find any synchronicities or reflections well, there? Well, that? the big synchronicity is that my question was going to be, will you live in Los Angeles for the rest of your life? <laughs> that was actually going to be my question. So that's kind of trippy, but, but yeah, no, I mean, it also, it kind of answers the other question too. I'm, I'm going to take that as a yes about, uh, uh, the city, uh, being a metaphor for the internet. Uh, right. you can, uh, it's not, it, uh, uh, backing away from it might be a good thing. Well, I do think it's been that, on my mind a lot. Yeah, I do think that the um, you know the internet sort of when it, you know you remember when it came out, it was kind of like really considered this like utopian thing, like you know world community, yeah. like you know all of information, you know the democratizing force, you know, mm -hmm. uh, you know the city of <laughs> the city of humanity. But like after we've lived with it for you know twenty years, it's like 
all the same human human problems are just like are just are just you know un, like magnified you know it's kind of like everything that we had before is just there in a like bigger louder form you know all of the like you know kind of like the the the, the art and the beauty and the human communication is there but also all of the like you know the like the the rumors and the like you know uh sort of messiness and the you know just the it's the mud slinging and the you know all the like the ugly parts of humanity are all there too so maybe this you know sort of utopian city idea you know this thing that we all kind of you know ran toward as like a uh you know, something that was going to kind of advance humanity, you know, it does, but it doesn't, it does not the cure, you know? Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I feel like the, yeah. the mudslinging and all that, that's always been there. I think that it's the, the manipulation and control. And isn't that just like the cities? Like the, I'm sure the first time that there were cities was like, Oh my God, there's, it's not just the people in, in my little backwater town who like throw rocks at me because I, like to dance in a weird way or whatever i can go and find other people who are strange and we're all around and then oh it's wild and then some crime happens like oh well now we need a police force and now we need politicians to run this and control and manipulation and then people consolidating their control and so it is working like probably like the early like the corruption that came to the early cities like oh this is a free place to be well, freedom's complicated. Well, now let's control it. Well, then it's not free anymore. Yeah. Um, also, yeah. and and the, you know, when the rich guys come and like you know take it over, you right? Know? <laughs> like, yeah, right. you know. But I, the, I, I thought that the last line was pretty amazing to the question. Looks like a good time, a good time to start all over again. Yes, that was the other line <laughs> that struck me as uh, being very uh, uh, synchronistic. Yeah. And then. I, and it's a double-edged sword. Here comes that old familiar feeling, familiar feeling again. It's like, is the, I don't know if, like, there's a couple of things that come up for me. First of all, that old familiar feeling of dissatisfaction <coughs> with whatever, that feeling of disappointment with, disappointment with new things as they, be, like, things become corrupt. It's there in the I Ching, you know, as the story of a, of an empire, of a revolution against a corrupt empire, and then the people, the revolters become corrupt, and there requires another revolution. So that is this familiar cycle. But also, when I think about the old familiar feeling of time before the internet. And I have to say, I've been, I think maybe it's just something that we're all feeling because I have been having that sense of, oh, what, I, what was that like? Like I do, there was a, I remember that there was a time when I totally lived without this. And <laughs> well, every time it tugs at you, you know, you're kind of like, wow, I lived a lot of my life. And I didn't have this thing tugging at me. Like, I didn't have this thing, mm -hmm. like, where I can't, like, I can't leave the house without my phone, you know? Right. Yeah. Like, I can't yeah. be constantly reachable, you know? Like, mm -hmm. um, I remember there was something, like, I remember every time when I was in the, when I was younger in the 80s and 90s, and every time I'd, like, leave a place that I lived, or, like, not just, like, going out, but I'm, like, moving. I'm leaving Boston to go to L.A., or I'm leaving this apartment, or I'm this relationship is ending, and there was this sense of just, you just go, and what's going to happen? Like, again, you leave your, you leave everything, and I don't know what's going to be out there, and there was this sense once something was over and you head out, like, this is kind of exciting. And we don't, like, 
I bring it all with, no matter where I go, mm-hmm. I'm bringing it all my baggage with me. True. You know, it's all there. All It's all there on Facebook. You also <laughs> pave the way. If you're going to Europe, you're going to have yep. the, the 30 places you're going in your phone and you're going to. You're going to follow the yeah. phone through Europe rather than uh, wandering discover. or right. discover. Yeah. And take pictures of it. I mean, that's the other thing that you right. see where you're kind of like everybody's like you're at a concert now and everybody's like filming the concert, you know, and I yeah. do it too. Like, you know, it's yeah. kind of like, oh, something's happening, <laughs> you know, like mm. <laughs> up goes the phone, you know, instead of just like I'm looking at it, mm. you know. I mean, I've, I've started kind of st- – I've started stopping of the like, like I stopped looking and I'm just experiencing now. You know, like, like my son asked me the other day, "Did you take some you know film of my basketball my basketball game?" I was like, "Nope, I just watched it." <laughs> you know, like she was like, "I want to see us." You know, I was like, "Sorry, I just watched it." You know, yeah. I was there looking at it the whole time. Funny uh, that you asked that question because my internet's been down since Sunday. So for the first time in I don't know how many years, I was completely, like, without means. <laughs> I yeah. couldn't do anything, and I just got to sit there and, like, make lists of all the things I wanted to create. But, you know, that old familiar feeling of, like, oh, yeah, I used to think for myself, and I didn't have clickbait constantly taking mm-hmm. my attention from everything that was right in front of me. Mm-hmm. But it's fixed today. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's weird, too. I mean, I do think that we're kind of like our, our generation is like interestingly like, you know, we straddled both of those realities. You know, I mean, we're the ones who kind of, you know, my son is it's going to be there. I mean, until it collapses. <laughs> I mean, maybe he'll have it like, you know, the sort of opposite experience. Um, but like I was saying, what will it be like when we get the Internet back? <laughs> like, yeah. when can we have the Internet back? <laughs> when I was a kid. When I was a kid, yeah. we used to have Twitter, and we had Instagram, <laughs> and we had Snapchat. You you kids with your books and your <laughs> balls and bats and bicycles. And you don't know. Your bows and arrows. Yeah, you don't know. <laughs> you don't know. Have you guys seen the Have you seen Captain Fantastic? The no. Viggo Mortensen film. No. About he, he's a, he lives off the grid with his family. It's a really... Oh, we did see that. And, and then, then they, they have, go rock climbing and stuff. Yeah, and that then was a great have, movie. And they yeah. have to come into the into civilization yes. and experience that. Yeah, that yeah. was excellent. I highly recommend Very thought-provoking. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, it's, you know, we're going to have... Luckily, I, I hate to, I hate to, to wrap this up, but luckily we're going to have a whole... Eight musical divinations in May to do this. Are you ready to? Are you now that you've had a little toe dip? It's great. I think it's a fantastic format. We're we're, uh, we're excited. excited. Yeah, yeah. I'm really looking forward to to having you. And uh, and we could. I was just. I just had a rush of questions that I'm just going to save until May. Right on. So thank you for being on the show and asking well, uh, such a, a great question. And um, yeah, anything. Uh, oh, is there anything you want to let the audience know about before until May? Like people should find out about Icy Hawks. I'll put all the links to Icy Hawks and oh, bef- Double Knot Spy Car. And uh, well, when when will this episode air? I'm just trying to think. Middle of, of April, early April. Early April. Oh well, we're playing Pappy and Harriet's uh, on April 20th. Oh great, 420. 420. Yeah, and we have a new record coming out. 
Excellent. So, uh, which I which I have gotten to hear. Which Jane we gave James a sneak like preview. I got the sneak preview. It's so good. It's really 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 good. It's like it's an incredible pleasure to listen to. Oh, thank you. Thanks for listening to Radio Eight Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher, and check out our website and the links provided for info about past and future shows on the Radio 8 blog, our ongoing Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the Pop Oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. I hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. And until next time... I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Wave Ball Show.